tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh, that's, that's what happens when you that's have in the song on top. Totally Hello, everyone. Welcome to Afterbus TV. This is season one, episode one of Mr. Robot. Yes. This show is pretty awesome. <gasps> so awesome. <laughs> Incredible. I know. I had the chills. If you're listening to my voice on the iTunes after the fact, please like, rate, subscribe. All the things. Share. Believe a review of how good this podcast is. I'm speaking. It's going to be great. Of course it's going Calling to be great. Calling it now. I love it. Calling yeah. it right now. Yeah. Um, you can also use the hashtag ABTV Mr. Robot. I guess that that's the hashtag. That yeah. sounds like hashtag our hashtag. Mr. Yeah, that'll work. And that'll work. You'll be tweeting at us. You can tweet at me at Steve Kaufman, K A U F M A N N, starting to my left. You guys can tweet at me, A I I A M S T E F Z. I am Steph Z. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Go hey ahead. guys, you guys can tweet at me, Ashley underscore Chapman with a T, not a P. And welcome, Ashley. Come on, it's our first yeah. after the I know. Welcome to the club. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I feel like family already. Yeah. yeah. You, got, you got applause. It gets yeah. better. What's up, guys? I'm JC Rubio. Um, Instagram me, Twitter, Periscope at JC Rubio TV. And if you're on the live chat, let us know what you think of the episode as well on YouTube.com forward slash AfterBuzz TV. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, um, yes, sir. Also, if you're listening to our voice, go to podcastone.com, do a real quick survey. Let us know how we're doing, what we're doing right, what we're not doing right. It's really helpful. It takes maybe 10, 15 minutes, depending on how long you take surveys. Got that out of the way. This show. Yes. Thank Holy you. crap. Thank you. I am I am in just love. in love. I am honored to be a part of this panel just to get yeah. to talk about something like this. Hashtag life is too short for bad TV. Thank yes. you. Yes. We're in the gold, like, they talk about the golden age of television. This is what they mean. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Just a, such a particular, sh- like, art housey show. Yeah. Well, shows that are pushing the envelope and actually causing yeah. you to think and mm-hmm. opening the space for conversations that are not just information that's fed to us. We're actually mm-hmm. questioning mm-hmm. and thinking about stuff. Like, and I, I like would, that this is really current, too. You know, yeah. Yeah. the themes that were happening in the show. You sure. know, stuff that we're all dealing with, with debt and, you know, loans, mortgages. Like, all of that stuff was just so current, which is great. Yeah. So I guess we're giving our overall thoughts. I like the cinematic feel of it. Mm. Yeah, that's what I really like. The pacing of it. I, I, it, I kept it kept me on the edge of my seat. Yeah, I wonder if that will change when there's commercials and it's shorter. But I agree with you. I felt like I just watched a movie. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah. a good movie, a freaking good movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, and they even said that was it. A, a, is it Sam Esmail, the, yes. the writer creator of it? He said that, that here's the best part of this that there will be an end to this. Just you know, a complete end of the series. There will be an end, so it's going to give gravity to everything. He He's already written out the end. Originally, it was supposed to be a movie. 
Right. But he, oh, he nice. figured out that, you know, I guess just through his writing, mm-hmm. he had already gone, like, by the time he got to his first act, he had almost had, I swear, it seemed like a season. So he said, mm-hmm. there is room for this, but there is a definite end. And that's what I like, is it's going to give gravity to everything we're seeing yeah. right now. Yeah. It's going to play out to the very, he's already got it mapped out. Yeah, I'm so glad it's a series rather than a movie because yeah. I feel like something like this too. It takes there's a buzz about the conversation mm-hmm. after buzz. There's a, no, there's a buzz about the conversation that week after week it's almost infectious and people will mm-hmm. want to know. Even if at first they're like, "Mr. Robot, yeah. what's that? Is that something for me?" That conversation will be stirred yeah. up. That will draw people to shows like this. Yeah, and there's so much you can do with this show too. I think yeah. that spans further than you know a two three hour movie. But I like that he has an end because some shows they get so commercial they're just like ah oh, we'll just keep going until. But know, here's the funny thing. They say that, but what if this thing is just a humongous hit? That's it's just true. the dollars come your way. Well, but I don't know. But I, mean, I like she, I like that idea of art that like Jurassic World. That's mainly the whole the whole theme of Jurassic World is. The director sat down and was like, well, why are we making a sequel to Jurassic Park? And it was like, so a big corporation can make a bunch of money. Right. And that became the whole theme of the movie. Right. Was that this big, bigger, badder dinosaur was just to make a bigger corporation more money. And corporations will always try to make more money and screw yeah. over people. Now, Steve, do you think this is funny? Because it's so anti-corporation. Mm. And basically, this is USA Network, which parent company is... Huge Comcast. Yep. And right. Yep. Yeah. I... What are our thoughts on that? Does, does this seems incredibly untouched by its parent company. Yeah, but I feel like it's almost at the point where who's going to do it first? Like, they're going to get credit because they did it first. And even though it's, we can see that it's their parent company and it is a corporation doing this anti-corporate thing, we're still going to give it credit, which is so weird. Well, but that's what's going to happen. I think those of us who saw Mad Men through the whole way, if True. any cause can be co-opted by a corporation, right. that's yeah. a downer to think about. Let's think about yeah. this show. Oh, sorry, yeah. I'm kicking yeah. you. The upper, um, also, the I'm back. noticing ev- oh, there's 10 episodes announced. All of them are pretty much how it would look if you downloaded the episode illegally, including dot. This episode was episode 1.0 underscore hello friend dot mov. And you notice that it's 1.0 instead of being 1.1, which is usually a pilot. But they were saying Sam said that he wanted to make sure because he's kind of like a nerd himself. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he had to go. So each series will be 1.1, 1.0. Next season will be 2.0. 2. 2. Right. He had so to keep it, his, a little quirk yeah. of his. Because next episode is 1.1. And I, then the title .mpeg, .mkv, .mpeg, these are, all, these are all video files, except for ASF. I don't know what an ASF is. I don't know if you've even listened to him when he gives the talks about the show. He sounds like Elliot. That's so funny. Yeah, I sa- can imagine. Yeah. I love Elliot. just like Elliot. I'm sorry, yeah. I love him. He's love awesome. him. I love yeah. him. He's, I love, there's something about him that's mysterious. I don't know, do you feel the same way? I no, feel, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like, you know, even though Christian Slater was supposed to be the Mr. Robot, I just, I love the way that Malik, it's Rami Malik, right? That he's, yeah. he's yeah. portraying this character. It's He's very robotic, but he's like a humanistic robot version. Like, I just, yeah. I really like that he's he's doing both characteristics of both, like this this crazy anonymous person but it's which is true i have i have time. a close friend who is a techie guy like this and it's it's almost like it comes with the territory that they are somewhat socially awkward yeah. mm-hmm. and i feel like there's a, a few reasons why that happens like one of course they spend so much time on their computer but two we put these people in a category of smarts and it's not that they're technically smarter than you or i or anyone else but their their smarts is in a category that so few people know about so it almost pigeonholes 
enables them that they don't have anyone to share their knowledge with how all of us mm. have different things that we can understand. Like I can understand if you're successful in doing this because it's something in our realm of thinking. But if what you are super successful in is something that such few people understand, like writing code or stuff mm-hmm. like that, it's just it, it like there's a division that happens by default. Almost. Although I've always, and that's a theme they touch on a bit, is I've always had an issue when people say, "Oh, it's a hack." Whereas I, my question is always, well, "But what happened? Was a DOS attack? We did they fish your email? Did they fish your password from your email? What right. happened? Because to say that it's a hack and to write it off as the internet got it and this thing I don't understand is to give it way too much power and to give the people who know what they're doing way too much power over you. So I like shows like this, and I think it was Halt and Catch Fire on AMC, right? Like really, and um, Silicon Valley are really good examples of shows that don't hold punches on mm-hmm. cyber stuff. And kind of, like, breaks that wall. And yeah. they said it, because they've tried it in the past, if we go way back, think of hackers. hackers yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, man, that's true. <laughs> but people say, that's nothing. This is a, what I've been seeing on all the chats. It's how true to form this is. Yeah. How right. close it is. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's something that's appreciated. I'm learning. I, I seriously, because I the funny thing about, you were saying about Christian Slater and Rami Malek, they're not very tech savvy. No. And they've even said that. Mm. The, the, right. Like, the, the verbiage is kind of hard for them to get through. And, like, that scene we'll get into a little bit later on the Ferris wheel. Mm-hmm. That was all one take. And Christian, uh, I guess Christian was told, like, you know, you, you got one take. And they, he fouled it up a few times. But, I mean, he said just to get this verbiage. So he yeah. didn't even know what CPU was. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. He said it on the episode. So yeah. a lot of learning here. So There's, I think we're all going to have a lot of learning. Because oh, I yeah. have a list of things I don't quite understand from this episode and you guys are clearly all looking to me to know no No. but I think too you know I do think that those there are specifics that we'll all learn and go through but at the end of the day even if you're not that computer savvy you still get what's going on here like it's not you know I'm sure it's shout outs to the people that do understand the language you know as many TV shows do to all different kinds of Mm -hmm. stuff but you still know what's happening here and it's still super powerful what's going on and I like that too is that you don't have to be tech savvy to appreciate this show I mean I think we all have some experience with someone who is tech savvy or a hacker or a computer nerd or whatever the terminology you want to use but it's still very relatable so that's great speaking of relatable is the woundedness of Elliot and we Mm -hmm. saw that in the very first scene Mm-hmm. Yeah, over at Ron's, uh, Ron's Coffee. Yeah. How great was that opening? Oh, oh my God. That was perfect. super powerful. Oh. Because I watched this, I guess, a couple weeks ago when they put it up on YouTube. And I remember seeing that one scene and going, they could have just put out this one scene. I'd be in. Yes. Yeah. Like if they just put out that one scene and just went, Mr. Robot. Right. <laughs> like, I'm, right. in. I'm in. I love that they put the whole episode out. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I know. I caught it a few weeks ago, but I still like. I needed to like watch it again tonight just to absorb everything. There's yeah. just so it's much going yeah. on. Yeah. Um, so, I guess the best way to dive in would be to start with the characters. So let's do right. it. Right. And then just talk about each character and like we're going to assume you watched the show. We're not going to recap the show. Yeah. In like play by play, Rami Malek. I may have pronounced that wrong. Plays Elliot Andrew. Elliot Alderson, sorry. We didn't hear his last name much. Mm-mm. No, yeah. I don't think at all we did. No. Yeah. We, cool. we hear... Um, good catch, Steve. Yeah. No, I'm good catch on MDB. Right. <laughs> Elliot Alderson. <laughs> Elliot Alderson, he's, he's in therapy. He's social anxiety disorder. Delusion. We don't know him. Anger yeah. managed. Anger yeah. issues, that she yeah. said, the and psychiatrist. The psychiatrist says he's delusional, but we've yet to see an actual delusion. 
we've just seen things so ridiculous. We well, think- Evil Corp, though. Yeah. There are a lot of stuff. Like, I don't know if, if those actual posters are real and a lot of the... Well, he said he, he, said he programmed his brain, right. which that's, like, sociopathic, but that's not... Like he 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 admitted he acknowledged I've, it. I've I've programmed myself to hear Evil Corp every time. So what you're saying is delusional, meaning he's not seeing things and things aren't happening that aren't real. Yeah, that's so, what she's saying. She the psychiatrist right. is saying that he's delusional. But of the things we don't know, yeah, really, it's, some it's of this stuff we don't think yeah. we well, know. Well, also, it's yeah. the unreliable narrator as well. Mm-hmm. Right? For, exactly. We start we start with Hello Friend, and he's talking to us, the audience. Yeah, and we have no idea. He could be making everything up. Mm-hmm. But right. we'll have to assume what we see through his eyes is actually happening. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, not everything we see, because, again, you know, in The Psychiatrist, like, that amazing scene where he pretty much goes off on this whole oh. thing about society. We see that with our eyes, but then he, like, goes back to her, and clearly that didn't happen yeah. to but her. She didn't see yeah, it. So there is a head. very fun play on that. It's in his head, and we're somehow in his head. You right. that yeah. scene? It's so funny. How quickly did they put that together because they spliced in Bill Cosby? You know, yep. I wonder where they shot that. Not even that. Well, this Love it. I'm sorry. I it's filmed in New York. Tom, Tom Brady in there. <laughs> Love it as a phony. Sorry, I'm a big Jets fan from New York. That's all I'll say Good about that. Clearly. But yes, it's super current because that's happening. Tom Brady happened even after Bill Cosby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. But um, I, I'm, I'm biting my tongue because there's something. I, it's I'm feeling very Fight Clubby here. Of mm-hmm. course, a yeah. lot of people have said that. So I'm wondering oh. what is real. Yeah. What is real? I know we're talking about del- his yeah. delusions and whatnot, yeah. but there were certain clues throughout the episode, and since I got to see it a second time, mm-hmm. there are certain things that happened throughout the episode that made me believe that one of the characters is not real. Um, And I'm going to wait till we get we to that character. Well, which, okay. Well, we'll run down the so, list. So, for me, okay. Uh, I, it comes, something like blares at me, but I don't know. Are, are we all saying Darlene doesn't exist? I'm pretty sure Darlene exists. Other people have interacted with her. Darlene exists. Darlene, Darlene exists. She's played by her. I believe. No, I mean, it, does Mr. Robot, Robot exist? Yeah. Does Christian Slater exist? No. Well, I don't think Mr. Robot. Be? I think Mr. Robot is Fight Club, which is also anonymous. Like, I think. Right. I don't, yeah. You know, it's funny. A lot of people are saying Fight Club for me, and I said this earlier. We're like, I'm feeling Dexter from this show. And why? Well, in the sense that Dexter, you know, it's like. It's very parallel in what their job was to use this something to they're they're working like Dexter was working as a forensic photographer, so he's getting this information. Elliot's working as a hacker to get this information, but really what Elliot wants to do is hack people at, to take them down, people that are doing wrong to society, and what Dexter wants to do is kill people that are doing wrong to society. So I feel like it's very, and they're both, I do feel like Elliot will be playing both sides, mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. Dexter was. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. yeah, that was Also vigilante, he's an internet Batman, basically. Yeah. Although we just yeah. heard that this showrunner knows exactly where he's going and when he wants to stop, so that makes and it Dexter nothing thing. like Dexter. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean. I know what you mean. He's Come on. <laughs> um, yeah. I've also been hearing Matrix. I don't know if you guys... I, the red envelope. Well, well, the blue envelope, the white envelope. Yeah. I yeah. saw that. I, I felt and, that. And, you know, people being unplugged and, you know, yeah. the society of people who see this yeah. entire world that exists and they have to save all of humanity. Would you say it's actually a step before? It, it's almost like a... 
not a, I can't think of the word right now, but like, before the Matrix. Yeah, like a prequel? Before, yeah, before, yeah. Prequel? He, before Neo met Morpheus or something like that. Okay. Because, because he's now, get, he's got the job, he's becoming a hacker, he's a hacker, yeah. but it it almost seems like, I don't know. I'm There's just, a lot to, yeah. A lot of uh, Dar- with it. Darlene seems like the, like the straight man, if you will, the person that we side with in the normal world. Mm-hmm. Where it's uh-huh. like she just seems normal enough to us. She's $200,000 in student loan. Where did this girl go to college? <laughs> Darlene or Angela, you mean? Where am I? Yeah, who's Darlene? Yeah. Darlene is... I thought Darlene is like part society. of the F Society. Yeah. Angela's Darlene's his, his the one friend. that yes. calls him a friend. jerk or something more no. profound outside the, the F I Society. Will, I will consult a different list. Yeah. Okay. Angela, Angela, Angela is the the blonde yes. in yes. the office. Then apologies. That's okay. IMDb sorts it by how popular you are. So Porsche Doubleday, we'll get on the show. We'll get you up there. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do we think about Amy? Her performance, Angela. Yeah. yeah. See, did we yeah. get it? Because we're so mesmerized by Rami. That's why. Yeah. Let's, yeah. But she I've, plays a good. Foil to him, like she plays a regular person that couldn't possibly understand what this guy's going through. Okay, she couldn't understand what she's going through, but she, to me, is kind of a little bit insecure slash shady. And this is why I feel that way because number one, it, for me, I felt like when she went over, it's clear that she's dating this the, like jockey guy, you know, and Ali Parker, Ali Parker, mm-hmm. and but it's also clear that she's got feelings for Elliot, yeah, and she's not really acting on them but she's like calling him out for not showing up places but she's kind of dating someone else so she's maybe playing that so that is she playing that so that he's super accessible to her because she's running the company and she knows that he's the smartest one there or is that an honest situation Mm -hmm. that she's going through and I mean like I get it I understand you know and and not to go left but like I understand women in the workplace and maybe what Angela was feeling when she got shut out of the meeting even though she had the information it Mm -hmm. just wasn't being said in a way that Mr. Evil wanted Mr. Coley wanted Mm -hmm. to hear it Mm -hmm. but getting mad at Elliot for standing up for her I feel like was a dig on her strength and character because you should be able to see that and accept that, especially Mm -hmm. if it's someone that you care about helping you out of a you know, tough situation in the workplace. Yeah. I guess I was just gonna say it just plays to the fact that she is it's not black and white and she's flawed and it's she's totally flawed, yeah. And and, and that's the beauty. I like her, but yeah, she's definitely flawed. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out what their relationship dynamic is because yeah, it seems like it could go sort of in a we are childhood friends and we're kind of having these romantic feelings for each other. But they're just they're such an interesting breed. I like them together, but I do think that Angela's definitely flawed flawed but it's it's just interesting her being you know i think she has kind of like that that woman wanting to be a male complex you know in the workplace like wanting mm-hmm. to stand her ground and have her own um but she knows that elliot is kind yeah. of better so it's it's kind of like that semi-competition like siblings almost but i think that there could still be some sort of romantic well take it with what you're saying right now that scene where she and elliot go back to his place and he's got shayla still there oh, and naked in the bed not awkward. just there she's naked, naked in the bed knocked out naked. hey big shout out he, his favorite movies back to the future too i don't know if you guys thought <laughs> yeah, that. yeah. Um, which again for me that was clear and i don't know if i feel alone in this it was clear she wanted like it wasn't come over let's watch a movie it's let's Sleep together. Really? Really? No one read that that Whoa. way except no. me. Stop. That was all you. All the time. I feel like it's a part of their. That struck me as a my mind out of the gutter. Play, but I, I don't know. Like, that struck me as a normal occurrence for them. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. But the way that, no way, the way that they got so awkward and yeah. she was like, you don't have to explain. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like the way the way that she was like, I'm glad for you dating. Like, that was all horse okay. crap. Well, that was, they, she, so, her intentions were so not like, let's just hang out. Oh, whoops, didn't know you hooked yeah. up. Good on you, bro. See you later. <laughs> okay. No way. So what you're saying is then it's all on Elliot that he's not making the move because of his social anxiety. You're saying she wants him to make the move, but Elliot's, you know, that's staying true to Elliot's character. He is. Because I think he really likes her and cares about right. her mm-hmm. and not like he does Shayla. That was just like, let's do some drugs and have some sex. Yeah. Right. So I feel like, you know, but yes, the, the way that it got awkward, it's like, you know, JC, if me and you, if I came over and was like, dude, thanks for helping me host that show, let's watch a movie, and I came over and you had some chick on your bed, I'd be like, sweet, see you later. Like, I wouldn't be like, oh, okay, we could just have movie time another time. You know what I mean? Like, it was so weird. But that's the deep-seated feelings. I think the act of her showing up with a movie seemed normal. Mm -hmm. Seemed normal for two friends, for two childhood friends. That she's just come showing over and watch up a movie. when he was gone all night. I don't know. I, I find it a little is, fishy. Is, I believe. I agree. I think that the friendship though is convenient for her. I think she at this point expects him not to make a move. She expects him to be the awkward best friend who cares about her a lot and will like always be there for her, who she can call at three a.m. Like, mm. hey, come bail me out of my crap. So I think that you mm. know. Um, Angela seeing they disagree with me. Yeah, okay. oh, Angela seeing um, Elliot with somebody else. You know, it's almost like you're infringing on my best friend, bud. Who you okay. know, like kind of rely on for everything type of deal. I think she wants him to to date and get out there, but at the same time, I think she likes having him. Almost, I don't want to say like a pet, but you know, you're saying cla- okay, classic hot girl with geek yeah, friend syndrome. Exactly, okay. exactly. Okay. exactly. Right. I think that's. But I, I do think there are. Is your chat roll working? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, um, yes. What are they yeah. sharing? I, mine's frozen. Oh, so. um, uh, we had two different people saying they don't agree. They, they don't agree. They think Let's that that just was watch and see. a casual friends bringing Back to the Future 2. I get it might have been casual friends because she thinks that he's not seeing yeah. anyone else. She mm-hmm. got super way different yeah. than a friend awkward when there was a naked yeah. chick in his bed. Almost territorial. W- yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I think she has feelings for him. I think yeah. those are very clear. I just yeah. don't think the act of. Let's, right. let's get hung up on this for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't it's interesting. <laughs> Moving on. Yes. Elliot and Angela. Dun, dun, dun. It's going to happen. Come on. Uh, DNA? Yeah. Come yeah. On. Moving on. on Michael Gill plays Gideon Goddard, who mm-hmm. is the. happens to be gay man, which I, I, love, when I, I love when characters just happen to be gay, mm-hmm. but that's not. That isn't a big deal. deal. It's not the yeah. storyline. Yeah. Where it's just like, nope, um, I have my job because I have my job. I'm my own person. Mm-hmm. I've been written as a three-dimensional character. Oh, yeah, I'm gay. Yeah. yeah. Lo- it's kind of a... We're in that world lie. where that, that exists now. Where a character can just be gay. Um... <laughs> See, I think I'm just super creamy because I totally thought he was going to put the moves on Elliot, too. <laughs> wow. Maybe I just couldn't get to look like Elliot because yeah. I adore him. There's maybe that's my problem. I think there's some overreading into it. I think maybe it's been stuff. a long day. But, okay, but there's a thread here between what we saw with Angela and with that's, we could see that. But with what um, Gideon did as well, everyone seems to open up to Elliot. Yeah. And right. share yeah. their secrets with him. Why? But honestly, I don't. I'm still struggling with: is this a part of what he's programming? Like, are they are these real conversations, or is this 
conversations that he's imagining, imagining that, that because he's because he's seeing yeah. he oh. sees all because is this he, the delusion yeah is this mm-hmm. a part of the delusion because he admits like that, that he's awkward that he can't I, connect with people so I feel, this I character know. this character strikes me as somebody who would who like people would people's guard would be down around him that they would open up and mm-hmm. I honestly don't think he's delusional that's my take on this yet we the and if he is, we're not going to know till like episode like nine. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be like twenty different. We're going to have to rewatch the whole series. Yeah, like, wait yeah, a minute, right. what? This was yeah. Who's what? Well, wouldn't it be too easy for it, for it to be delusion? Because we're we already had the fight. We already had Fight Club. Yeah, We've already. So uh, to that's me, it's, all, it's too easy to go there. Yeah, but that's just that's just what I see. And there's things that I saw in this episode that it's it was physical what I saw. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, so he's imagining this. We haven't got there yet. Well, yeah. yes. Um, we haven't gotten there yet. Um, let's get there. Christian Slater yeah. is playing... Mr. Robot. Is that his name? He just, he just, he just his jacket name. We yeah. don't know no, who he is. It's, it's, it's Mr. Mr. Robot. Robot. Yeah. Oh. Well, that, but we don't know who I'm exactly assuming Mr. Mr. Robot is. I'm assuming Mr. Robot is the collective that's making the hacking, like, just like... No, it says Christian Slater, Mr. Robot. I don't... I don't agree with that. I think I think IMDb has <laughs> it wrong. I don't agree with IMDb. <laughs> you guys got it all wrong. IMDb can be wrong know, many times. True blood many times. Let's but, just say that. But I will say, my take is that Mr. Robot is like anonymous, like anonymous with a little more centralized, with a little more of a centralized ideal where they all meet in real life. Okay. And that, well, that this is just the figure, this is one of the people who run it. Okay, let's go to that scene where they go to F Society when he goes to Coney Island yeah. and that Ooh. second time and he goes to the door and there's a gentleman that opens the door. It's African American gentleman who just looks at Elliot the whole time. There is no one else in there. You go back to that scene, there's no one there. And I'm like, why don't you acknowledge Mr. Robot as well? So it's making me believe there's no one there. That this is all. That's what I said. That he's not there. It's it's all a figment of Rami's uh, Elliot's imagination. All of right. It. There's a few. There's another. That Mr. Robot is the delusion. Yeah. Uh, that's it's too that. early. It's episode one. I, mean, I know. We're just going we're everywhere. Diving. You know, though, real quick, what to, about the whole you know sex and Elliot thing? Mm-hmm. Someone Katrina tweeted us and said, "Remember, he had sex with Shayla. Sex isn't intimate for him. The movie was." So that mm. means there's even more emotion between yeah. him and Angela, mm-hmm. which makes total sense. Thank you for tweeting us. Yes, yes. yes. Um, and I Ryan Brandos in the chat is saying, I think yeah. the group was F Society. We'll see. I think the group is Mr. Robot. I think that's a good name for a group. I'm I just thinking from a branding perspective. I don't agree. <laughs> that's I, a good I, name. I agree with Ryan that it was clear that it was F Society mm-hmm. because that was the place, fun society mm-hmm. that is in Coney Island that was run down. We saw him look it up and everything. That's but, like what they go as, and that's mm-hmm. what his hack name was because that's when he hacked in. That's what it said F Society. In, zero, zero. There's an unedited version, the one that was on YouTube and Twitch TV and all and all that before the one we saw tonight. Twitch? What's even, what is it's Twitch? a gamer channel. Yeah, it's, but okay, but they had this the, the full version which you saw as well. Yeah. And in his therapy session, he talks about F Society, but he says you know the actual F word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says yeah. The, okay, so he says this very uh, early on, right. and then he ends up meeting this group that's F Society. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Coincidence or yeah. delusion? No, I think it's delusion because yeah, his whole mentality is f society. Mm-hmm. Like so, he's was delusional in even seeing that in the hack. Maybe that that probably wasn't even there. Yeah, so it's so that's why I'm trying to figure out what is real. Yeah. 
So yeah, my but question they're was. Keep us on our toes for a long time. My Love question it. was: Is Mr. Robot Christian Slater F Society? Are they real, or is this a part of him sort of justifying this new vigilante? streak that he's on you know like mm-hmm. now he's going out doing all of these things you know maybe he's mm. created um someone else that he can sort of place that's the his, blame on that's his but tyler durden yeah exactly mm. um so okay. that was my thoughts I, too and he's super lonely so he's creating a network of his own to validate and justify what he's doing and make it okay not true he has qwerty his fish. fish. And Sorry, I forgot about the fish. And now he took a dog. So. <laughs> took a dog. I'm such yes. a fan of that. I'm such a fan of that. I'm such a fan of taking a dog. From yeah. a, uh, dude cheated on his wife like 18 yeah, times and exactly. hired hookers. So you, you take a dog from that guy. I, I would do I'd be like, yeah. give me the dog. Give me the dog. He's a cute dog. I would have done it. Yeah, really cute dog. So funny. He was a really bad owner. All right, so who do we have next? Well, let's Tyrell Wellick, who is played yeah. by Martin Wallstrom. He isn't the CTO. He works with the CTO. He's the VP. He's the VP who happens to know what's happening around him. He's the Agent Smith to me. Yeah, a little bit because he's in the room at the Interesting. end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the only face we see clearly in that room at the end of the episode. And you know what was funny? I thought we were so going to see Christian Slater's face in that room in that last mm. scene. I was when they were like, "You go first. I literally thought, and then he was going to be like, "Then it would have led us to believe, like, wait, so who did he do it for? They he got set up to do it because Christian Slater was really the one that told him to do this, and he followed through only to see that. He was a part of it. The whole yeah, time. you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Yeah. Like I thought that was what was going to happen. Yeah, it's got us thinking. I love it. I know. Yeah. I love it. I love it. He, he Tyrell, the character of Tyrell, outside of Elliot, he's the one I find most compelling. Yes, because mm-hmm. he's he seems to be the one who understands all the, all that all the hacking and the and the stuff that only Elliot understands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, and he's also in the room with the top one percent of the top one percent. Yeah, right. So. He strikes me as the most interesting. Like he strikes me as Mr. Exposition getting yeah. into He's dirty, I think. Oh yeah. Oh, of course. But and dirty in the way that he might wind up being on Elliot's side. I Thank can see you. that. Thank you. Okay. Or Elliot might wind up being on his side. Elliot's dirty? There's no good nor bad, yeah. but thinking no, about but, it is. Right, but if he's working for this company specifically and trying to bring it down, like Elliot's working for a security company and hacking other people that he thinks doing wrong to society, Elliot's not working for the security company and screwing it over at the same time, which I think this guy might be doing. No, I think he knows the evil it. guy. No, he strikes me as a evil enough to keep the status quo. Because yeah. the stat the status quo in this show is evil. Yeah, like it's evil so with you- everybody in that room trying to keep the status quo. Mm-hmm. So you don't think that he has one up on everyone else in that room and he's the one kind of making it no, work I to think, his? No, I think he's, I by being in that room, he's benefiting so much that he has no reason to he has no reason to do anything other than to keep that room doing what that room yeah. does, which is to keep the status quo. That's my play. Oh, he hasn't know. said anything yet since we've right. seen that he's in this room. I really like the character because I feel like it's Ty- Tyrell, is that his name? Yeah, yeah. Tyrell. He kind of, in my opinion, foreshadows sort of where Elliot can go. Because he yeah. says that he started off on the same plane as Elliot, you know, working in the tech department. I mean, who knows what, what yeah. it was that made him take this turn of going to E-Corp and working for this big conglomerate. So there's a lot of room for Elliot to, you know, that's exactly why I feel in like, ways. That's exactly why I feel like him and Elliot, that he is again going to wind up being like Elliot. I feel like he's trying to put the feelers out like, hey, I know what you're doing. I know what you're up to. Because clearly 
people know what Elliot's up to as well. Or they, I don't think they know everything. I don't think. I think think he's the only one who does because he noticed the folder. Yeah, he noticed the folder in the boardroom. No one else did. But you know, but even the first interaction with him, you felt suspicion. Mm -hmm. Maybe we don't know why yet, but you felt it in their conversation. Mm -hmm. It was super suspicious, and then he saw the folder, and it it will be interesting to see what happens in that room. And once we see what happens in that room. We know that he knows Elliot plays a part in this, so we'll see if he just goes to Elliot as, we need your help. Like, they lead us up to believe that Elliot's in trouble being in this room, but I wonder if they're just taking him, like... They're asking we for need, his help. They, they yeah, are asking for his help. That's exactly what I think, too. So yeah. that's going to then reveal that this guy... You know what I mean? Like, he knows that Elliot did something, so if now he's going to ask for Elliot's help in front of everyone, it's revealed that he's playing both sides. Yeah. Uh, Gloria Rubin plays Krista Gordon, the uh, therapist. Yes. Yes, Krista, yeah. yes. Krista, Krista, the therapist. Is she real? Yes. I think so. Okay. She's re- I think so, yeah. I question like, everyone. I'm sorry. I know. Is this yeah. the game now? JC, are you real? real? No, because no, she's dating no. another guy that he interacts with. <laughs> right. She's interacted right. with other... That's the Tyler Durden test. Did they interact yeah. with anyone else? In the show. Yeah. Right. And we even see what Mr. Robot, who does, someone tweeted us, he does have the name on his jacket in the subway. We see that we think Mr. Robot said, set up the root kit, if I'm saying that right. Mm -hmm. But then we see at the end, she, Darlene, says she did it. Yeah. So he didn't do it. Oh, so what? You know, yeah. She and she can't. We we assumed in the beginning. This, I'm starting to see the Durden theory more. Yes, yeah. because because of the way she, the way Darlene interacted with Elliot. Right, was like you made me make this root kit. Like it was essentially like you made me make this root kit, yeah, and now you're not going to give me the access to the database. Well, right. Going a step further, his his line to Darlene was, "Where's your boss?" And she uh, didn't acknowledge that. Uh, and she said, "She said, cut the bullshit." Just give me. Just give me the, just the right root directory up. Yeah, Christian Slater is a figment of Elliot's imagination. I don't know, maybe. I think. I hope we're wrong. Yeah, I, it'll make it so much more well, fun. It does. All right, uh, so let's see. So with the therapist, uh, I'm asking the chat to just kind of weigh in. Let us. Well, in the meantime, go to iTunes. Let us know what you think, guys. Yes. Rate us five yeah. stars. So sorry, that took a like second longer than I thought. No, no worries. You, you're a poker um, on your te- keyword, aren't you? I'm just kidding. Uh, think, 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 I think, am. Think. Okay, so what what characters are we missing so far? Who do we have? Um, we yeah. talked briefly about Ali Parker, played mm-hmm. by Ben Rappaport, who of uh, outsourced fame. Yes. That oh. Pour some out for outsourced. Uh, he reminds me of Chris. Uh, was it Chris Klein's character in Wolford? Okay. If you caught that, hey, bro, what's up, dude? <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, bro. It's just too one-dimensional for yeah. me right yeah. now. This, but yeah. it, it's it's all about Elliot right now. Hopefully, mm-hmm. we'll get more out of this guy. You yeah. know, I just I didn't get much today. I think we'll get a lot. We'll get a lot more out of this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll also get uh We also get Bruce Altman as Terry Colby, who went down for this whole root kit yeah. for right. the whole. I I like I like how they pinned just like a mi- a middle management guy. Who run, who's technically a technical officer? Uh-huh. Right. I, I see what I did there. Who's a technical <laughs> officer, but he has a BlackBerry, and I love as a former BlackBerry mm-hmm. user. I love that that's a dead giveaway. It's like no, nope, that's a business person. Yeah. A businessman yeah. is a BlackBerry. Right. A regular person has an iPhone. A hacker will have some type of Android running Linux, running some version of Linux you've <laughs> so never heard true. of. True. Linux. What? Yeah. Running either. Um, yeah. Gnome or KDE. Those oh. are both. Those are both forms of Linux and or Unix. 
I have yeah. minimal understanding of these things. I'm gonna get real. We're educated. gonna bring in, we'll bring in bring in some experts. Yeah. 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 So um, I'm trying to think. Anything else that we may have? I think we covered all the main yeah. characters here. Yeah. So now, what's going to happen in the series? Yeah. Um, I don't know. They said you so know. No. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? I have to say this is something that I've thought about, and maybe I'm crazy. I'm okay though. I You're promise. Crazy. I've thought like has no one else thought about this for years? You hear of things getting hacked, and yes, why has someone not hacked? The credit card system. Why has someone not leveled the playing field? Like, we can hack and do all these things. And I'm not suggesting this. I don't want to be, like, taken out in cuffs. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm just... Why has this not... I am I would think that by now someone would do this. Has, um, does no one else think that way? Like, well, that would also, just be leveling the playing field for all these people that complain about... Like, we hacked Sony for their emails, but... You, you did? No. Did, did <laughs> we? You need to watch Zeitgeist, the movie. There you yeah. go. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's like, there, there's so many things that are hacked just to say that people that it could be hacked but really that would be the one thing that evens the playing field for people all over is eliminating all debt from everybody like giving everyone well that's that's zero. an occupy wall street thing that occupy yeah. wall street after they're they're an organization now that just does social causes and one of the things they're raising a lot of money to do is cuz if you have a debt and it goes into collections that collection company buys it on buys it from your debtor on like pennies on the dollar. Right. So if you owe a hundred thousand dollars and you default on it, and the debtor can't find you, can't collect on you, a collection agency will buy it alongside millions and millions of other dollars worth of debt. For your debt that was once a hundred thousand dollars would be maybe ten thousand dollars. Right. Probably five or four thousand dollars, and then they have the right to call you up and collect. What Occupy Wall Street is doing is they're buying those collection companies. And then any any debt that's under those collection companies, they'll send them a letter and say you're done. Hmm. That, wow. So that's an Occupy Wall Street like that's a legal way to, about this. That it's a very social a social idea. Um, well, how did you guys feel about the show giving away money to people who entered in those? That was smart. I, I, I yeah. really like that. I didn't know about. I wish I yeah. I had no idea this was happening. Shit. I jumped on this thing too late. I know. I found I didn't out even yesterday. Know. I like, yeah. yeah. I found out twenty minutes ago when you guys told me. I was like, wait, what? What? Actually, what I know. Uh, I almost got rid of Sally Mae. Mm. Uh-huh. This close. We were all this close. <laughs> She's so I'm, off I'm, my back. I'm just reading the chat roll. Anything, yes. anything they've given us. A lot of people are telling me I'm I'm wrong about Mr. Robot. I think Mr. Robot is the name of the collective, and F Society is the first project. I disagree. Come at me. Come at me, <laughs> Internet. <laughs> What's that Twitter handle, Steve? It's at Steve Kaufman, K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N, depending on if you're coming at me or not. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a free point. I, 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 yeah, I think you got to put that hashtag so we can all see everyone come at you. Hashtag <laughs> come at me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Come at me, bro. Nice. Yeah, I totally think you're wrong, but I okay. love you and I'm respect interested. your opinion. So I we'll will see. gladly be wrong next week if that's how it is. Yeah, I feel like Mr. Robot is a figment of the brain robotics of Elliot. That could think. Ashley, where do you fall on this? I'm still... I mean, I think Mr. Robot, Christian Slater, is... I do feel he's real. But... I mean, I don't know. Maybe he might be sort of a representation in Elliot's mind of just maybe like who Elliot wants to be. I almost kind of got that sense. Like, 
it'd be interesting if we find out that like Elliot was some sort of weird pseudo Mr. Robot where he's he actually turns out to be Mr. Robot. Hmm. Yeah. Um, JC? I'm confused. No. <laughs> no, I like I said just from the physical evidence that I saw in tonight's episode, that's what I'm going on. Yeah. That you know where what um Darlene said. Cut the you know, yeah. cut the crap. And then when the when the guy opened the door and he didn't even look at Christian Slater, he just looked at Elliot. Yeah, so no, I agree. I'm just you. looking at the physical, and I'm just basing it on that because it's episode one, right? You know, I, that would feel. I think that would feel a little forced. If it's it's too like, easy. That's why I'm just going just, with it. it like, that's why I keep easy, calling yeah. it the Tyler Durden, where like that just feels like that. And you wouldn't want to do that. You've yeah. already done it. I yeah. to get us off yeah. track of that. I think he's real, but I mean, who knows if Mister Robot is really the head too of F society. I mean it could it could be, you know, sort of well, that's what Steve said. It's a collective. It's a sort yeah. of it's a collective I think the collective's called Mr. Robot. But I but think we're the move F on. Society yes. collective is what Elliot created because we see him at the psychiatrist saying F Society. Why F not ask the chat yeah. role? Let yes. us know society. Send us for next week and we'll talk F about society's it. pretty cool. You wanna know something else that's really cool and exciting? Yes, tell me. You can now apply to Dance Paddle America, ABC's newest competition special. It's from our very own AfterBuzz founder and e-host, Maria Menounos, and Julia, Julie, wow, Julianne, Julianne. Julianne Ho from Dancing with the Stars. It's Dance Battle America's during the holiday season. Over the past two years, Julianne and Maria have engaged in a fearsome dance battle via social media. Once the challenge took off, celebrities like Kate Hudson, Amber Riley, joined in on the dance battle, and the dance battle craze began. You can sign up for this show. I was there for the first one. Were you... For the I Christmas. filmed the last two. Yes, it's actually super duper fun. It's a group of people. Yep. They get together, pick a song, they choreograph some stuff, film it, post it mm. on like Instagram, and it's like you call each other out. So and, it is that battle back and forth. And what's and it, worth mentioning to all of us: you do not need to be a professional dancer. No, you don't. And this is a TV special. Yes, they're uh, Juliana Maria are producing it, and go to dancebattleamericacasting.com. dot mm. com. Yeah, Those anyone are, out there can. Uh, can participate, you and your families. I'm so. practicing my world right that, now. Yeah. That's so oh, good. That's, I think we should all get um, either anonymous masks or if they sell Mr. Robot masks. No, Mr. Robot. We can do we a can dance do, battle. As, yes! Can we do the robot, maybe? Let's or, do it next week. I literally was trying to find a mask. Um, I, I wanted to, to keep the mask those. for the whole show. That would have been amazing if we did it anonymously. God, we oh. so should have thought of that. They didn't have. Oh, they didn't have the. Oh, no, we just done it. Done. I would rather be Mr. Ro- I would rather be completely on brand with the Mr. Robot mask. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. But yeah. All right. Sweet. Yeah. You guys should all sign up. The dance battles. It's um, really fun. So and the plot, the meat of this episode, is essentially F Society is the collective that may or may not be a for- have been formed by Elliot. They take down a server. They take down all the servers and install a rootkit. Trying my best to explain in e evil yeah. corp evil, evil corp. I, t- I tried to call it e corp, but I was like, yeah. I, that doesn't make any sense. Evil corp into evil corp server farm, which is in Dulles. Do you? I've never actually in had Dulles, to pronounce, yeah. Dulles. I've never actually had to pronounce that name. And Elliot's able to stop it because he created it, or did he? That seems too easy. Yeah. I, I want this to be way more confusing. Is what I want. I want this yeah. to be. I want this to be like a whole bunch of levels of gray that like that we're going to question our own reality and what he's ever told us because he is an unreliable yeah. narrator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, extremely true. And does 
not Darlene. It's just coincidence that we yeah. hear, like how JC said, the F Society, and that's like as soon as you saw the F Society in there, I felt like he wanted all that to happen. Do we think Angela got fired or just taken off that account? She's got taken, taken off that account. account. Yeah. She's still there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we see her afterwards about. with him, interact with him. She yeah. was at the office again afterwards. When well, they when it comes up three weeks later that he was arrested. I was going to ask the weeks. women of the panel, are you are you okay with the portrayal of females in the tech industry? Like, let's say, Angela. Um, That's interesting because I feel... Whew, this is a layered question. I feel like industries like that are male-dominant. Mm-hmm. So that's just, mm-hmm. that's just a fact. So if you're a woman going into that... You have to know. You have to really hold your really own is. and know really that. Is. Like you can't go in being a victim to what it is. I don't agree with it that it's being right. I think there are just as many women that probably can do it just as good as men. I'm not trying to say that, but if you know that that's what you're going into, the best way to make a stand and the best way to make women multiply in those job industries are for them to just show up and do a really good job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not to you know make a stink about it. I mean, I get you have to talk about things and you know you have to fight for your rights and stuff like that but I, I do I feel like it's almost like the silent but deadly like have her be there but have her be so smart and so educated that you know it's almost like Agent Carter you know what yep. I mean like where you have to at some point recognize you're forced to recognize the power of the woman just because they have the skills consistently and the yeah. key there is to make it not about that not make it not about them being a woman yeah, right exactly. similar, right. Early, yeah. similar to Gideon right Right. Where it yeah. had that he, he happened to be gay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think that's probably one of the reasons why Angela got so mad at him because he felt like he had to be Father Hen and come in and protect her and save her. And she's like, no, just because I'm a woman doesn't mean that I can't hold my own. Right. You know, let me speak up for myself. Let me lose like a man would in this scenario and let me basically right. like try and bring myself back up. So, right. Um, but I feel like that didn't have to do, I don't feel like he stuck up with her. Be- I mean, for her, because she was a woman, I feel like he stuck up for her because he's emotionally connected to her. So if that would have been a a male that he was emotionally connected to, I think he would have done the same thing. And she was probably right. I think she was right. And I feel like as soon as once she started talking, it was very clear, as soon as she said something and President, uh, CTO, I want to say Enron, Colby. Colby... said something back to her in a slightly aggressive way, I knew he was going to switch the envelopes. Like, it was very leading to that, which I kind of... I don't know how much I loved that, because you kind of knew it was going to... It was a little easy. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um... I think we just about... Because we're not going to go beat for beat. Like, I think we just Mm -hmm. about covered covered the themes. Yeah. 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 Covered all the stuff. Um... What did you guys say about the narration? I like the narration. Yeah. Yeah. I, I felt it was it was really well done. You know, some narrations you're just like, oh, my God, shut up. You know, I just want to watch the show. But with this, like, it gave us so much information and insight into what was going on in his head, you know? It's right. funny you say that because I guess I've been reading reviews and people say that when they say it's a, when you have a narrator, it's a cop-out. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't it's understand that. poorly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a poorly done, done narrator. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've just always heard people say that's an easy way for the writer. It's a cop-out. And I just think it's perfect. It's just, it goes back to it, how fantastic R- Rami's performance yeah. is. Yeah, it's so this, good. Yeah, That's the reason why I'm watching the show. I, 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 lo- I do love the subject matter. I do, but if it's just a character story, this guy, there's... Very. He's magnetic. Mm-hmm. I, his eye. It, his, he 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 tells you with his eyes. He's mm-hmm. got this thing like Nelson Ellison. Like back to like what I said you're earlier. You're drawn to him. Yeah. True blood. You 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 just 
you see everything in his eyes, his tell. He doesn't even have to say a word. Right. Also, yeah. there's a lot of little stuff I've seen watching it again, watching it for a second time, including there's there's a movie poster that they played more prominently in the the in the YouTube clip I saw or the YouTube version of the edit I saw that was just said villains. The villains, yeah. Coming. Which which is just kind of I think it's kind of telling of our society that we do kind of root for the like the better guy. Like I've I've read a couple different articles about like Tony Stark where it's like why does everyone like Tony Stark? Like Tony Stark's actually a villain. <laughs> he's kind of awesome though. He is, yeah. but like he's really Iron Man. Tony Stark's a villain that just happens to be fighting for us, kind of. Yeah. Um, what else was there? Oh, they're, they're, I'm just reading the chat roll. Yes. People talk about reptilian society and whatnot. And let's see, Charles Gray. How about the group that talked about that was caught by the FBI because one of the members got caught and they got all the rest yeah. because of the information found that on was, his computer. Lizard so Squad. That, yeah. So that what we're saying, what we're saying is that if Mr. Robot, who Christian Slater plays, is a manifestation of of oh, Elliot, yes. then that's something Elliot knows about and may have been a part of. That's the implication. Mm-hmm. Right. Actually, the implication, if you're going with the Tyler Durden theory, is that everything Christian Slater says is already within Elliot's world. And he's not actually giving Elliot any new information. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. I That just feels I too simple. Yeah, I, I get that it feels too simple. There's got to be a twist somewhere. But yeah. it's also right in your face that you can't not look at that, you know, yeah. look at it. Yeah. But yeah, there's got to be some sort of explanation or twist yeah. or and supporting what y'all are saying there has to be a twist because they've already renewed the series for season, season two, two. Mm. really yep. already yep before after aired. the first no, before, before the first well it's got so much buzz since South by Southwest it, mm-hmm. it won the prize for what was the best short uh, probably you know, best best show or something yeah it's it's the show to watch yeah. yeah, we're bringing it to you live. live, and we're watching it. Yeah. We're doing what we're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, we are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Sweet. Pretty Fiona's, or, uh, um, I think I think it's kind of what we spent. I feel like we did most of our predictions. Does yeah. anyone have broader predictions than what we've covered here? This is going to be an awesome series. I, we're just gonna. I'm, I'm scared now. <laughs> Take it out of. The, I'm predicting we're going to get someone from the show here this season. That's a good Ooh, prediction. That's a great yeah, prediction. I like that. Okay, stepping outside Putting the box. Putting it out there. Putting it out Malik. there, okay. Malik, if you're watching. Christian, <laughs> if you're watching, you can come too. <laughs> Any other predictions? What do we see? Let's see Tyrell. Well, we, we've, yeah. Yeah. We've pretty much mentioned it. Maybe turn it to the fans. What are their predictions? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Send it to us. Hashtag ABTV, Mr. Robot. And you can find me at Steve Kaufman. That's K-U-F-M-A-N-N. You guys can find me at I-A-M-S-T-E-F-Z. Uh, you guys can find me at Ashley underscore Chapman T, not P. Nice and welcome, Ashley. Yes, nice. yeah, thank you. Follow me at JC Rubio TV on Instagram, Twitter, and Periscope. Oh, got to include the Periscope. Yeah. We're going to see you guys next week. Yes, we well, are. I sure. think we'll be back next week. Yes, that's yes. a good Boom. prediction as well. <laughs> Is this even real? I Is don't know. Is anything? Am Take I not us here? home. Where is the music? We're all in Plato's Plato's yeah. cave. Yeah. There we go. See, he's he's hearing the music. Good night, guys. Thank you so much. Shout out. Who's the engineer? Shout out to the engineer. Shout out to engineer. Oh, yeah. Are we all terrible people? From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.